We want all our colleagues to feel that they can be their best self at Booths, being confident that we can all embrace our differences, whatever they are, and bring our true selves to work every day is an essential element to achieving this. Over the next few months, the Culture Club will be talking to colleagues about their own personal stories, celebrating our differences, and hopefully learning from each other on the way. International Women's Day is a global day celebrating the social, economic, cultural and political achievements of women. In this episode, we celebrate some of our amazing women at Booths, their achievements, successes and the challenges they faced along the way. In the first of these conversations, Michaela Thwaite, L&D Specialist, talks to Rachel O'Hanlon, Store Manager. and I'm the store manager of the supermarket in Ilkley store so uh, one of our biggest stores in the um, business uh, over in lovely sunny Yorkshire. Beautiful and what's the size of your team Rachel? Uh, so we have 105 people working here in the stores as a team of uh, four managers in total including myself uh, so a, yeah fairly fairly sizable store. Yeah absolutely lots of people to look after and um, uh, Rachel, you have worked for Booth for a similar length of time that, that, as I have. So, um, you know, I think I've been with the business just over six years. Um, what's that been like for you? You know, your career career at Booth so far, what have the challenges been that you've faced? Yeah, so um, I've been here six months, uh, six years last month. So, um, happy like- anniversary. <laughs> really, really quickly um, flown by, which is a good thing. Um, yeah, I think, you know, challenges I wouldn't say it was necessarily a challenge but something that was certainly um, a bit of a surprise to me when I arrived at the business was um, if I'm honest the the lack of uh, female store managers at the time Um, when I first begun I was kind of one of the first store managers in 100 plus years of booths uh, that had been female and you know even as simple as asking uh, what the uniform was uh, for me to wear when I was starting was kind of oh uh the men wear a suit and a white shirt and tie um could you find the female equivalent uh, which was was obviously quite bizarre kind of um to only six years ago uh, but i think kind of seeing that through now i think it's just been such a huge change and really really quickly uh without it feeling like a false change as well i think you know i now look around and i've got kind of five or so colleagues um, out of the 28 stores that, that are all females and, you know, it's really evolved very, very quickly and doesn't feel, you know, if I mention that to a store manager coming in now, I think they'd be quite surprised to even hear that was a thing just six years ago. Um, so I think definitely a, a shock, but um, a really nice journey that we've been on. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'd agree with that feeling of it not feeling forced you know, it's not felt to me once like we have sat down and said, right, our target is X amount of women store managers. It feels certainly for uh, since you joined the business that those women who have been promoted have been promoted on their merits um, rather than specifically on their gender. So it's felt like a really nice organic change, but one that is definitely worth 
celebrating. Yeah, and, and as you said, I think really, really positively. You know, I'm a great believer in, obviously, I, I love to see women doing well and being successful, but I really hate the, the kind of almost discrimination that we force it through, you know, in the world. And I think it definitely hasn't felt like that. It, it truly has felt very natural. Um almost coincidental you know it just kind of feels like it's happened um and you kind of look back and think wow six years ago how how was that even the case um but absolutely because of people's skill and talent and not because we said we wanted to tick a box which i think is really important for people to feel like they've earned it and as their face fits a, a tick box exercise that we're trying to achieve yeah a hundred percent and i also think that um I mean, I don't know whether this feels like it to you, but I imagine there are um, some women in our business, perhaps slightly earlier on in their career than, than you are, but that can now look up to people like you and go, oh, I can be a store manager because I can see somebody like me in those shoes. You yeah, know? Oops. Oh, definitely. I think if you look at the level... Uh, below store managers, so process trading specialist managers, you know, there's a huge proportion of those now that are um, women, and it, it really does feel like, a, you know, a mixed bag, and they, you know, the last few people that have been promoted equally have been uh, females, you know, it seems a lot of success coming from the talent pool of females, uh, as, as well as males, so I think it's really great to see um, progression through, and, you know, I'm... Um, lucky enough to be considered as, as one of the deputy regional managers and I think even you know that kind of continuing to go up the ladder um, hopefully will inspire all of the females that you know any position in our business is is, is up for grabs if you've got the right behaviours and, and skills and talents. Yeah and then they want to work for it as well right and um, Sure. What you know that was your that was a, a challenge um, that, that perhaps you faced what's your biggest success been? Uh, I would say my biggest success, um, well, probably two, either getting the deputy regional manager role, which was something I was really proud of and uh, kind of a step on in my career. Uh, but I think the biggest one was when I um, arrived at the business, obviously I mentioned kind of uh, first female store manager around at the time. And um, after one year of being with the business, um, being awarded store manager of the year, um, which is pretty remarkable to have worked one year and be awarded the store manager of the year. So um, for me, you know, obviously a hugely proud moment, I think um, really showed to everybody in the business it wasn't about, you know, whether you had, you, you know, buddies in the right places or anything like that. It was genuine recognition of, you know, a job well done. And, and I felt immensely proud that um, after a year of being store manager in Ripon at the time, you know, I was able to kind of come away with, with that title, if you like. Uh, sure. uh, Rachel, what advice would you have for, you know, women who uh, perhaps on a similar journey that you've been on wanting to develop their career, either in Boots or elsewhere? What, what would you say to them? Um, I guess, you know, being confident in yourself and, you know, hard work really does pay off. And I think, you know, keep at it. And, you know, I always, my mum always used to say to me kind of, don't stop until you're proud um, and, and that always kind of sticks with me and I think you know if if you just keep going and keep trying your best and you know when you're proud of what you've done then that's all you could wish for and I think you know don't 
don't be pigeonholed into anything that you don't want to be um you know it really is the you know it's cliche but the world really is your oyster and um you know i think we're in a fantastic time where you know it really does feel like equality in in booths and i think you know in retail in general you know you see so many people now ceos etc that are women so you know go get it and don't don't let any kind of um anything stand in your way really be confident be bold um because if you work hard you can do it yeah absolutely and I think for you know I think it's becoming less and less of a problem now but certainly for a lot of women still the obstacle is that self-belief isn't it because either they've not been encouraged up until this point to believe in themselves or society doesn't hasn't historically brought girls up in the same way it's brought boys up to kind of have that kind of I can do it you know the world is mine to, for the taking kind of attitude but I think you're absolutely right if you want to get somewhere your only obstacles someone said earlier uh, your only obstacles are the ones that you put in your in in, in your way yeah. um, so go, go out believe in yourself and and work hard and and you'll reap loads of benefits um, amazing. And I don't know if the, this this question is then linked to what you've just said or not. But is there anybody who's had a really big impact on you professionally, and and, and what what has that impact been, or why have they been such an impact on you? Um, yeah, I guess when I was um, just starting out as a, a graduate um, in a big retailer, um, I obviously was very fresh faced and kind of hadn't really I didn't have any friends or family particularly in retail so it was kind of a whole new world and um, a, a very very successful store manager within that business so they had um, they'd run the biggest store on Oxford Street in London and um, a huge number of you know very very high profile openings um, stores and for me she was the one that I thought wow I would love to be just like her you know she had all the qualities that you'd want she was um very very strong-willed strong-minded you know she would absolutely hold her own but not you know not in an aggressive manner at all um but but very confident in her own ability and quite rightly so and you know that confidence just oozed out of her um to the point where you know she had this kind of you'd look at her and think wow like I would just love to be like her one day and she was um you know a great time manager she had a family and all of the things that you know often do stand in the way of women being successful ultimately um and she just juggled it impeccably um she you know made sure she was always leaving at the time she should have been leaving um but just her efficiency her effectiveness she you know she really um she would absolutely you know still now i think if i worked with her i would still look up to um who she is and how she is and you know I, i kind of follow her on social media now and still in awe of what she achieves as as such a she's a regional manager now um and you know has a family and is just just fantastic and I think she shows it's possible if if you want it it's you know it's yours for the taking yeah absolutely Um, and that is I mean that's so reassuring to hear isn't it because sometimes you can feel the fear about can I balance a family and have a you know a really great career and is one going to impact the other and if I if I am great in my career am I going to be a bad mum or if I'm 
you know, you know, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's really reassuring to hear that there are women out there who are, you know, really um, uh, doing both and doing both really successfully, or at least appearing to, um, which is, is really, really inspiring. And, um, you know, she, I'm sure she, like the rest of us, have moments of self-doubt. But it sounds like she's really kicking it, um, which is amazing. Um, listen, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on and kind of sharing your experiences with us. Um, you are absolutely right. It's um, it's it's a great time to, to, to be at Boots in terms of seeing people's development and, and watching, you know, women grow in our business and, and, and kind of be successful. Um, and, and it has been, you know... Uh, um, really nice seeing people be able to look up to you and go right she's a store manager I can also be a store manager um uh, that, that's just a that's, a that's an awesome place to be um uh, and that's that's all the time we've got Rachel so thank you so much for coming on to talk to me um, and I will uh, catch you soon yeah thank you very much Here to chat with is Abby. Um, Abby, I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself. What, what do you do at Booths? So, hi, I'm Abby Talbot. I'm the head of manufacturing and business to business, and I also sit on the Booths executive team. Lovely. What does that mean? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, so, within uh, manufacturing at Booths, uh, we have three separate factories. So we have the fresh team, uh, and that's the butchery. Uh, then we have the ambient team, which is AGP, we call that one. And that's where we roast our coffee, blend our tea, and we pack dry goods. And then we've got the Riversway team, which is down on Preston Docks. And that's the fruit and veg team, where we make uh, fruit salads, stuffed peppers, uh, put citrus into nets, and put apples into packets. Uh, so that's manufacturing. Then the other element of my role is business to business, which is a relatively new area for booze. And this is where we sell products onto other customers. Um, so it's almost like an extra store, if you will. Uh, but it's a great, exciting element of the business where we either sell to Amazon and we have nationwide delivery with Amazon or we sell uh, into schools and colleges and hospitals and make products uh, for other companies like uh, Spa, which is based next door to booze. Uh, so, yeah, exciting part of the business. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, quite wide ranging then as, as kind of an area of responsibility. And is that where your background is? Have you always worked in manufacturing and, and, and a business? Uh, mm, no. So I've kind of moved around a little bit and had some uh, great sort of interesting roles. So I've, I've been at Booths for 13 years uh, and I started off as a buyer. Um, so it just seemed like the best job in the world to me. You know, who isn't going to be, like, absolutely made up to be eating food for a living and getting to put it on shelves and, and delight our customers? So I started at Boobs as a buyer, uh, and then I moved into uh, Own Label when we set up the Own Label team. Uh, so, again, eating lots more food for a living. Great times. Uh, and then I've moved over into uh, manufacturing. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of a varied career, but all, all great experience that's so helped me along the way. Yeah, brilliant. And and in that variety, I guess, comes some, if not a lot of challenges. So what kinds of things have uh, you faced in your career that have, that have challenged you or 
Uh, yeah, great question. Uh, so I'm I'm quite a big believer in the fact that everything happens for a reason. Um, so when I was younger, I didn't really know what I wanted to be. Um, well, I wanted to be a mermaid, if I'm honest. I, just thought, that was, <laughs> I thought that was an amazing outfit and you got to swim around. So I started yeah. off, you know, thinking that was going to be a mermaid. But, you know, that's not brilliant when you're 18. You know, you need to you need to have a better goals than that. I'm just kidding, it wasn't 18. Um, so I've never really known what I've wanted to do, but I've had some great opportunities. Uh, and to be honest, they've helped shape me into the person uh, that I am today. Um, so I started off by doing a, a business studies degree. Didn't have a clue what I was going to do after that. So I thought, right, I'll go and be a holiday rep. That, that'll be a great idea because I can let my hair down, have a bit of a party and, and just, you know, live life a little bit and try and figure out what I wanted to do. Um, so I did six months of that and thought, I'll just party a bit. And then thought, well, actually, this is quite good. Why would I go, go home? It's freezing. Um, so that turned into a good career. I, I loved working for, for Thomas Cook uh, and by the end of it I was running um, Tenerife Airport so I used to be responsible for like passengers coming into resort and back again on coaches and, and a, like a typical Friday for me was a 24 hour shift which was pretty tough and 31 flights so you had to face a lot of challenges uh, and yeah. to be honest it really did teach me to adapt, improvise and overcome which is one of my mantras um, because really angry holiday makers, especially like if they're on a flight delay and then they've been given vouchers and they've gone to the bar so when you've got you know screaming slightly drunk holiday makers it, it does teach you to, to be quite resilient but yet to have a have a bit of empathy as well so yeah great problem solving skills that I've learned along the way but yeah quite a few challenges but yeah it's 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 taught me well yeah, absolutely. And I love that, Abby, that kind of, I started as a holiday rep, and now I'm the head of manufacturing for a, a food business based in the Northwest. Like, you can't chart that career progression, can you? So is there, is there something about, you know, like taking the opportunities that come to you rather than having this kind of set, this is how my life is going to be, or this is how my career is going to pan out? Yeah, I think, you know, that whole everything happens for a reason and, and sometimes, it, it you know, it could be just like something signposting you to do something different or try something something new or, and, you know, I've had some great managers along the way that have encouraged me to do things and gone, you know, why don't you go for this or, you know, would you go and help out and do this or how about this project and, and like little bits of stretch in your career just, it does teach you to, to, to learn new skills and, and be resilient and, yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly got to where I am today, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. And there is something for me about, um, there's that statistic, isn't there, that most women don't apply for a job until they feel like they meet 100% of the criteria, whereas men would apply for a job if they felt like they, they hit about 60 to 70% of the criteria. So that then impedes some women's career progression because they're waiting to be perfect before they can apply. Whereas what it sounds to me, like your career has been a little bit, I'm going to give this a go. This is new. This is challenging. This is exciting. It's a little bit different. Uh, let, let, let's see. Let's, what, you know, what, what can I learn here? What are the challenges that are going to face me? And that for me is really exciting. Yeah, um, I think you can see that, uh, certainly with like some members of my team, they've been very much, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, no, you don't know how to do that yet. And it's just like you would say to your kids, you, you don't know how to do that yet. You need to learn. So for, for a lot of people within my team, I, I do like to sort of have quite challenging conversations with them of, all right, well, you don't know how to do that. What do we need to do to, to see if you can? What experience can you get elsewhere? Who can we talk to? You know, where can you get these skills from so that people feel a little bit more confident in their role and then, you know, take the opportunities if, if, they, uh, if they come up? Yeah, great. And, and that kind of supportiveness, Abby, from a manager 
it's it's ace. I mean, everybody. I know, I know, I have that, but I know. I also know that everybody would want that kind of feeling that I am being given the opportunity to learn and know that it's okay if I don't know because um, my manager is telling me, well, let's let's work out what you need to to, to give that a go to, to try something new. Um, and you also mentioned, you know, managers in the past who have encouraged you to. To, to, to progress and to try out something different and new. Who who would you say has had the biggest impact on you professionally throughout your career? Uh, well, I, I once worked for a, a female entrepreneur who uh, who had a startup business, uh, and she'd done an, an amazing thing. She started it at home and built it up to this massive factory, and eventually it grew to such a size that she sold it for ten million, which wow. is nice isn't it um and i was i was her right hand person so i started as a pa i'd never been a pa and she'd never had one uh, but, but we both love a good list so we thought well you know how hard can it be uh, sure. we'll figure it out together uh and we were a good fit um i I loved how dynamic she was um, and I quickly became quite responsible for all the sales of the business to the point that the PA then got a PA, which was a bit ridiculous. So then I, I got a different title of, of looking sure. after the sales side of things. Um, and we used to look after all the retailers. So sometimes I could be driving down to see Tesco or Waitrose or I could be flying over to Ireland or, and it was all driving up and down the country, but it was an exciting place to be. And, and I quite often, I like a plan and I don't really want to deviate from it because this is the plan and this is what we're doing. But you couldn't really do that all the time with her because it was like, right, this is what we're doing today. Um, and everything had to change. So I suppose I learned from her quite a lot because her strengths was that she could recognize areas where I was stronger than her uh, and like she was dyslexic and you know some things were difficult for her to do and she w she didn't really want to admit that to start with but as soon as she realized I could then take quite a lot of things off her then that you know that really helped so she she allowed me to flourish and, and it was great being part of it um, but on the other side of it she could pre pretty challenging um so sometimes it, it felt like I was on a, a peacekeeping mission and things had to be done her way quite often so I, I really had to sort of learn my sort of persuasion skills with the rest of the team and attention to detail making sure that things were finished and ticked off the list um but yeah she was impulsive it was exciting she you know she wanted to just to just drop everything one day and do a london food show with three days notice we didn't even have the stock we didn't have t-shirts we we didn't even have a van and then i had to drive a van down to london and drive into um where was it, it was like hammersmith or one of the big exhibition centers i'm driving a van underneath an exhibition center and you know a couple of days ago i was just sitting in my office and everything was tickety boo um but yeah then i'm standing there you know doing samples at a food exhibition but she really did help help shape me into the person that i am today amazing and uh, you know that it's always great to hear of that kind of strength in a woman you know that uh, entrepreneurialism that you know bravery to go out and do something big you know and build something big and exciting and um you know uh, i'd love to have the have the something about me that, to, to make 10 million i'm not sure i'm not sure that's me unfortunately um but it sounds like she, it was an amazing opportunity to work for her um what about your your biggest success then abby i mean you've talked about uh, another uh, woman's success what about yours 
Um, so I would say my current role uh, and being part of the Booths exec, um, I think when I first started at Booths, like I walked through the front doors at Central and, and I never thought I'd say this, but it was very much, yeah, I'm at home. I, I feel like I could work here for the rest of my life. And that that was not something that I thought was, was on the cards, but Booths just felt like a great business to be part of. Um, so to be part of the exec team, I, I never, genuinely never thought that I would be helping to shape two great areas of the business like I am today so I would say that's my success but I, I have a bit of a thing where I never like to say it's, it's my success of the teams if, if you see what I mean so their hard work and determination I could never take credit for that that's that's their success and, and I'm just I'm so proud that I get to work with people that, that deliver such great things every day so yeah I like to think of what makes me feel proud and the growth that we've seen in business to business especially with Amazon there were times where we were like, why are we doing this? We're shipping two cases on a pallet, and now we can be sending two full trucks. So yeah. the growth that we've seen in business to business is really exciting, and I'm really proud of the team for that. And then manufacturing, you know, it's a really exciting part of the business, and, and not all of our colleagues or customers or our shareholders know that, that this is what we do. So I, I want it to be like my mission to, to make sure that people know that, you know, we make sausages and we make burgers, and, you know, a lot of time and care and love goes into great tasting food so um that's a really important part for me and, and certainly like at christmas when like the central office volunteers come over and everyone's standing there rolling pigs in blankets and you look around and there's two tons of bacon that we've got to get through but the fact that that's going to end up on someone's dinner plate we did it all together and during a pandemic so those are the sort of successes that, that i'm particularly proud of and there's just loads more that we can do so whether we're supplying into schools and hospitals and people and understand that they're having booths quality fruit and veg that we're feeding to children so the next generation are being fed on booths quality fruit and veg you know i'm really proud of that and, and just everything with amazon so there's, there's loads to be really excited about about shaping the future uh, across all the different booth sites yeah absolutely um abby one last question for you before we wrap up um, what advice would you give to other women who are wanting to develop their career either in booths or outside what would you say what would your kind of nuggets of wisdom be yeah so it's the same advice i give to men in all honesty there's, there's, there's two things um so for me the first is to get a buddy um so i think everyone talks at the moment about wanting a mentor and that can be really beneficial if you're clear on what you want to achieve so what areas do you want to work on with that mentor and, and what what do you want to get out of it for me what i've found particularly helpful throughout my career is having someone who will tell you straight and i'd like to think i'm that person back again as well so you've got to choose your buddy wisely you know like you've probably got friends yourself that are cheerleaders and they're always the ones saying oh it's amazing you're doing a great job but you need someone who's not necessarily your bestie you need someone yeah. who's going to give you feedback so someone who's sitting in the meetings with you or someone who you could maybe say to look i've got this really difficult conversation and even practice on them you've got to be able to trust that person you've got to know that if you're having a difficult time or you want to work on something and if it's reciprocal it can be a really useful tool uh, for your development at work so that would be the first thing that i would say um right. the second is self-confidence uh, and mine has grown over the last two years massively so i, I got to be pretty honest i was a bit petrified being the head of manufacturing just felt like such a massive title uh, and you know like a woman in a meat factory it just felt really huge uh, and i was sure. quite daunted to start with and a lot of that is because i just didn't believe in myself 
spent a lot of time thinking that people would be like, oh, what's she doing over there? And she won't fit in. So in the end, I just decided, sod it. I bought myself a bright pink high-vis vest and decided, right, if they're going to see me, they're really going to see me because I'm going to be in a bright pink high-vis vest and I'm going to go for it. And and to be fair, I knew that there was going to be bumps along the way. There's going to be times where I just wouldn't have a clue. But that's the great thing when you've got a good team. I don't have to have all the answers. I can say to them, look, why do we do this? Is this the best way that we should be doing it? Is there another way we could be doing it? So um, I would say... For me, talking to your line managers, if you do want to progress, I'd talk to your line manager and tell them honestly what you'd like to achieve. You might oh. find that your line manager thinks you're happy in your role and that you're just quite happy doing a great job, coming to work. But if there's more that you want to achieve, if you don't tell people, they genuinely don't know. Uh, and I personally think it's fine to say, I'd like your job. And then you can work on a <laughs> development plan together. I, I, if somebody yeah. said that to me, I wouldn't see it as a threat. I'd be like, amazing, that's great. What skills do you need that we can work on together so that you can progress? Because I might move on to, to do something else. And, and for me, I need to know that there's someone ready and waiting to take my role on. So for me, it's, it's all about talk to line manager and see what skills you might need. Um, I, I like the saying, you will miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And I try and remind myself of that because you need to keep challenging yourself to develop as a person and a leader in this uh, in this fantastic business of ours. Yeah, 100%. And uh, there's a couple of things, Abby, that kind of just jump out from what you said just very quickly. You know, that idea that why would we give different advice to women than we would to men? Like, what a place we need to get to. The, the advice is the same. So if you want to be a leader, these are the things you need to do, regardless. I also love the, the image of you in a bright pink high-vis, though, because what that says to me, Abby, is that you are not going in and trying to be somebody else because you feel like you should be a, a man in a meat factory, uh, to borrow your phrase. You know, you've gone in and you've, you've been authentically Abby, and authentically Abby means a bright pink high-vis vest, right? <laughs> really Which is great because, I, you know, I've seen plenty of women in my uh, career and, and actually when I think about it at university and school, plenty of women who have tried to be more masculine when it's clearly not them, you know, because yeah. they, they feel like they've got to behave in a certain way to be more senior or to be a better leader. And actually what we need is women to be themselves, you know, to be confident enough in themselves to go, you know what, I have got the skills, I've got the capability, I've got the leadership, I can do it as myself. Don't need to be mm. anything else. And, yeah. and I also love that, you know, encouragement to just speak up you know have the conversation you know have the courage to say i want more let's explore that together because it's by having those kind of what feel like really daunting conversations that's where you start to see a bit of movement in your career mm. listen thank you so much um it's been brilliant to talk to you and um, loads of you know really inspiring things from you at your career and hopefully people will want to chat to you afterwards having heard this to, to find out a bit more um it, and, and, and that's kind of kind of us for, for today. Thank you for your time and for chatting with me. Um, and, I, and I'll catch you soon. I'm now speaking to Donna. Donna, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. So what's your role at Boobs? 
Okay, so my current role is the supply and space manager. So with supply, I cover off um, licensed frozen um, cabinets, bakery counters, and as part of the space team, we cover off uh, range of views, promotions, um, store refits, store developments, um, and all those. We I also um, have one of the team. We manage the B two B contracts, the supply element of that. Okay, that's a quite a. a a broad role then um you've got a, 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 a team underneath you i'm assuming what what how big's your team um i have six um supply analysts and five space merchandisers at the moment um the supply team is around 17 analysts altogether um managed by three supply managers right lovely so quite quite a big team is that yeah. a challenge in of itself to kind of keep on top of especially at, at the moment with not working in the same office um that that was my biggest worry when we first went into lockdown was how am i going to manage everyone how i'm going to keep in touch with them how are they going to keep in touch with each other um but it, it works really well we've got a really committed team who are great communicators high performing so it, it has ha has actually been 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 great um obviously like fitting in your one-to-ones and your your reviews can be quite you know it's quite time consuming but it's it's great and it's it's there for the development so it's all good lovely and and donna has that always been where your career has been headed uh, managing supply and space for a, a supermarket um no i mean initially i got into um working on the inventory team at Cordwell Logistics, which is mobile phones. So after I'd had um, my son, when he was about 10 months old, I wanted to get back into work. Um, so I just got a part-time job working on the dispatch team. And then I got offered a role on the inventory team, which is the, you know, looking at stock. Um, it was more doing um, like cyclic counts and things like that. I then progressed to the inventory manager at Cordwell, which was quite high level. Um, but being a single parent and working at Causal, which was very demanding, it was just me time splits, my work life balance wasn't right for my son. Um, so at that point, when just when he was about to start um, nursery school or receptions, is it? Um, I left Causal and went to Banner, um, which is known as True Line now. They actually um, deliver our our stationery. So I worked there for 10 years and I was the senior analyst there. Um, that was working on, so I'd, we'd tender for toners and cartridges daily, we'd do Far East importing. Um, it was it was a good role, but it was it was a lesser demanding role. Sure. Um, I stayed there for ten years, obviously because I you know concentrated on my son as a priority, which is absolutely the right decision at the time, um, and I would always do that again. But then as he's got older. Um, my career progression became doable again. Um, so for, from taking that step back then, it was like driving forward every opportunity offered to me, you know, to prove, to prove abilities and capabilities. So I'm, I'm kind of that person that, like, someone will go, do you want fruit? Does anyone want fruit and veg? And I'll, like, put my hands up straight away. Um, yeah. And everyone will be looking going, no, no, don't do it, don't do it. But, um, yeah, that's that's how you, you develop is uh, stepping out of your comfort zone. Going and taking on challenges, right, that might be new or a bit scary, but are going to stretch you and, and ultimately make you better at what you do now. Um, you've got my massive respect, Donna. I've got um, a little girl, she's just turned one, and I don't know how you did it as a single parent. My husband and I have said, you know, many a sleepless night, and we've said, how do people do it if, they're on, if, if it's just them? 
Uh, it must have been so challenging. And then trying to balance that with a career. Um, I, I love that you talk about work-life balance. And, and, and I also love that you talk about the kind of flexibility of that as life life moves on, right? There was a moment in time where for you, the right thing to do was just to take a step back and go, I want to make sure I'm around for my son. Yeah, definitely. There's also a moment in time where you could go, you know what, he's a bit older now, um, he's a bit more self-sufficient, I can now start looking at my career again. Yeah. And if somebody else was in that, uh, in that boat, what would you say were the things that you needed to do or had to do to get that momentum going again in your career? It was, it was probably just, it's just putting yourself first. Um, what do I want? And I mean, I've always been quite ambitious. So even when I took that step back, uh, it's, it's really put yourself forward and, um, you know, take up space, be confident in your abilities, let people know you're in the room, you've got something to say. Um, it's like be your own, be your own biggest cheerleader. Yeah, sure, absolutely. And, and I guess it's, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that just hearing that, Donna, would be either comforting or inspirational for women who are in a similar boat. You hear a lot, don't you, about women's career, I'm using air quotes here, careers being put on hold. Yeah. They've had a family, right? And, and what you are is living proof that, yes, you might have paused your career for a number of years, but absolutely you can, you know, with, with some grit, some determination, some hard work, some self-confidence, you can get back out there and and keep driving and pushing your career forward might not be what you expected when you were you first started your career but it's still you know an amazing opportunity and and, and loads of stretch and and development for you yeah absolutely and there's no reason why any other woman can't do it yeah a lot of people take that step back and then and then they feel that their role is being a mom and yes it is a massively important role one of the most important roles you can do but it's not everything it's not it doesn't define you if you want more you can absolutely go and get it yeah and for me I mean I know you've got you've got a son I think it's important for both genders to see their mums in that role yeah and one of the one of the things that's talked about a lot is that you only um can see what you can see so if you don't see women in careers if you don't see ambitious women if you don't see women going after what they want and doing that kind of self-care bit as well you won't know that it's possible so for your son he now knows that women can be strong and powerful and ambitious and go after things they want right and and I'm, i'm hoping my daughter will see the same it's one of my kind of goals i suppose for myself is to bring her up knowing that women can kick butt to to say it politely and that's that that is one thing that i know I know he acknowledges his, you know, his girlfriend's told me um, how he thinks, like, I've always got his back. He knows no matter what, I'm there, I'm strong. He knows I will always push him. I think he's seen my focus and, and ambition and drive, and he's he's now displaying that himself. Um, and alongside that, he's, he's just got massive respect for, for women. So Brilliant. And it, what more can you want from your son, right? Exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, well, I'd like him to wash up the odd time or maybe cook some. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah, don't too much. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe don't dream too big, Donna. Don't dream too big. <laughs> um, brilliant. Um, so uh, you talked about some challenges that you've faced there, but what about successes? What, what's the biggest success you would say um, you've had in your career? I feel like my biggest success is the actual team that I've got. Um, when I came to Booth six years ago, obviously we had a very different team. Um, and through developing and coaching, the, 
it's a team of recognised high performers um, and I, I, I couldn't be prouder of each and every one of them. Um, obviously, they make my job easier because they're such high performing. I've got so much trust in them uh, to actually do the jobs. It allows us um, to achieve all the projects that come our way, complete them successfully to deadline. Um, we're, do, we're doing, we're turning over so much more than we were before. Um, for example, range reviews, we were doing maybe six a year. We did 16 last year. It's, it's just massive. And that's on top of everything else that we do. Um, and, and I think that is my, I feel that's my biggest success is the development of the team to to the, the performers that they are. Sure. And it's interesting. I feel proud. That's so lovely to hear. It's interesting, Donna. And um, Abby, who was speaking before, she said something very similar about being, you know, part a big part of her success is the people around her and the amazing team that she's got. And, and I think it's interesting, and I, I don't know whether it's because you're both women, but it's interesting that you've both said a very similar thing. You know, I am part of a, a bigger whole. It's not just me and my success. I'm not successful if the other people around me aren't successful. And it all, I mean, I don't, I don't want to call you a mum of your team because that feels too gendered. There's that kind of almost nurturing thing, isn't there, about knowing that I have an impact on the people around me and I want them to be successful and I want them to be their best. And I see that as part of my job as a leader. Yeah, definitely. And I think I think you leave them for I don't achieve all these projects and these results on my own. I couldn't achieve it without the team. And whereas, you know, you might say I'm leading them correctly, which, you know, I, I do believe I am. I, I couldn't achieve it without them. Um, yeah. Things like I've had, you know, feedback from the team that one of them has said, like, I inspired him to do more, do great. And it's, it's just, I don't know, I feel a great sense of, I don't know the word. It's, it's a sense of achievement, I think, just having having a great team. I feel like it's my biggest success. All the projects that have, that have saved the company money, delivered, you know, delivered a great Christmas through COVID, that is all because of the dedication, commitment and motivation of the team. Sure. Um, and, and, and pride, I hope, is something else you feel, Donna, because like, you know, you've, you've, you know, developed that team and led that team to the place that they are today. Six to 16 range reviews, that's so impressive. Yeah. Um, uh, what advice, Donna, would you have for women wanting to develop their career? I mean, you've already mentioned some things, but is there anything else that you would say? Um, it's just, it's just believe in yourself. You could, every, you can take one more step than the rest. That's that's one of the things that was on my purpose. Is always take one more step. So if everyone takes two steps forward, I'll take three. Sure, and drive myself forward. And ev- everyone can do it. It's just, I find some women like. You, I don't know how to phrase it. You, you'd want to take up space, like to walk in a room and people know you're there. It's that that confidence in your own ability and like I, I can do this job as good if not better than than everyone else in that room and I want I'd love more women to feel that empowered yeah absolutely and if you don't already start telling yourself that you can and eventually he'll catch up with you right because I mean I, I I don't know about you I am I wasn't always the most confident person, so I had to do that. Like, I had to remind myself, I can do it, I can do it, until, you know, oh, yeah, actually, I'm doing it. Um, it's not it's not always easy. So, you know, knowing that there are people like you in the business to kind of look up to and almost as a, a role model for that confidence and that ability to hold space in the room is, is really valuable. And, uh, Donna, I, I can't believe I'm already saying this. It's been great. Uh, speaking to you, um, but I, I've just got one last uh, one last question for you before we wrap up. And um, you've you've 
you've talked a lot about your, your career, but talk to me about the people in your career. Is there anybody who's had a big impact on you professionally and, 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 and why why did they have such a big impact? I think probably the, the initial one that, that really gave me that, that drive to succeed was when I worked for, for Cordwell's. Um, John Cordwell, he's, he's, I don't know if you know him, he's a self-made millionaire. He actually started with his brother in a used car garage. Um, the car- Selling, um, so he bought a couple of car phones to help sell the cars. So then he took the chance, got phones for you, 2020 logistics, etc. That came from that. And I'd have monthly meetings with him, like stock meetings. They were quick, sharp, to the point. His professionalism, vision, approach. He was just really impressive to watch. And um, yeah, I might be many, many millions behind him, but I, I love, I love people that have that confidence and motivation and commitment to succeed. So he was probably my, my initial impact fantastic and I, I love that people come come into your life with that and yeah, I don't even know if he had that impact it realized sorry he had that impact on you but the fact that uh, he's made that kind of lasting impression what a what a goal to have right like, for somebody to say that about you you know I worked for Donna Wadsley and she was just and um, you know she was confident and she spoke her mind and she was really insightful but she also kind of developed her team and uh, you know she made a real impact on me that would be a great kind of career um, Goal to have in my mind, yeah, definitely. And if somebody says the same about me, I will be um, over the moon at, at some point. Um, listen, thank you so much for your time, it's been really interesting to chat to you um, and, and get a different perspective as well, Donna, as, as, as a single mum and, and how that's that's shaped your career. Um, and and I, I'm really hoping that there will be some people who listen to this and, and, and take kind of comfort for one of a better word or inspiration from that that absolutely you can have both you like you said it's not just mum and done um you can be you as well as be a fantastic mother and, and bring up a, 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 a what we sounds like a pretty great son to me washing washing up aside <laughs> um, thank you so much for your time it's been so lovely to speak to you um and i'll, and I'll catch you soon brilliant thank you thank you there you have it. Rachel, one of our first female store managers. Abby, an exec member and leader in a traditionally male working environment. And Donna, an inspirational single mum who's a fantastic career role model to others. If you've got any questions about your own career, make sure you speak up and take the advice of Rachel, Abby and Donna and believe in yourself.